0: Business person, why not join us as a partner in ministry today? For free, no obligation information on the corporate underwriting program, we're available at 772 221 1100. That number again, 772 221 1100. This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Orlando, Florida. Get ready for a weekend full of excitement,
1: powerful worship, and messages that will change your life. It's all part of the Joyce Meyer Ministries Conference Tour that's coming March 14th through the 16th. Join thousands at the Amway Center and be led in worship by contemporary Christian artist Israel Houghton. And here, New York Times best-selling author and practical Bible teacher, Joyce Meyer. I said, even while you're maturing and changing, you can enjoy your imperfect self. I said, you can enjoy your imperfect self. The best part is, admission is free. Sessions begin Thursday night, March 14th. Just call 1-866-C-Joyce or check out JoyceMeyer.org for all the details.
0: Are you tired of trying to rid your home of ants, roaches, and spiders? Have rodents invaded your attic? Are you frustrated paying for service that never really seems to work? Bug-Off Pest Control is there to help. After all, whose house is it anyway? With Bug-Off, bugs can run, but they can't hide. David and Esther Lunder of Bug-Off Pest Control believe in the ministry of WCNO. Licensed and insured, serving Martin and St. Lucie counties. Bug-Off Pest Control, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, available at 343-1177.
1: It's not about the Ten Commandments. It's about the commandment. Oh, hmm? It's about the Lord of glory. Come on. He said the whole law is summarized in two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Amen. He summarized it. He put it all together and then he put it in our hearts. Amen. I mean, you no, know, if you do those two things, ladies and gentlemen, you won't break any of the Ten Commandments. Because if you love God and love your neighbor, you won't sleep with your neighbor's life. You won't try to cover it in their BMW and steal it and look at it and go, God, I wish I had that BMW. It's God. He's speaking to us through His Son. Jesus has become everything to us that God had intended. So in the Word, it's not just letters and words that are on white pages and the ones that are in red. Somebody say the Word. Word. In the Word, it's God's intentions. It's God's thoughts. It's God's ideas about us, about you. It's what God feels about you. It's what God thinks about you. It's what God has promised for you. And He put it all right there for us to have it. And He wrapped it up in this book about how He loves us and how He feels about us. And once you know it, then you've got to believe it. And once you believe it, watch this, you've got to speak it. Amen. You've got to get your speaker on. Amen. Come on, this is getting good. How many know in Romans chapter 10, 10, it says, For with the heart, one believes unto righteousness. In other words, when you believe, you put yourself in a right standing with God. When you believe in Jesus, when you believe that you're saved, when you get in faith and understand that God gave His life for you, then you become righteous. It's not nothing else. It's your faith. It's not what you do. It's not how you perform. It's not how you dress. It's not how you talk. It's not how you act. It's how you believe. Hallelujah. He says, "For with the heart one believes under righteousness, and what's this? And with the mouth confession is made yes. under salvation. Yes. How do I become righteous? I mean, if I'm going to receive anything from God, I got to be in a right standing with God. Righteousness means a right standing. I have a right standing with Him. If I'm going to receive anything from God, I've got to be in a righteous position. Isn't that right? Yes. How do I become righteous?" It ain't about what I wear. It ain't how long my hair is or how many tattoos I got. It's not how much makeup I wear or put makeup on, take makeup off, wear earrings, don't wear earrings. It's not whether or not I go to the movies. It's not whether or not I play poker. That's not how I become righteous. I become righteous by believing that what God has done through Jesus' Son is sufficient to satisfy the penalty for all my sin. It's in my heart if I believe it. And now because I believe that what he said his son did for me is true, in him I am accepted and I am the beloved. Because I believe. And when I believe that, all my filthy rags and all my dysfunction and all my everything becomes righteousness. Am I helping anybody today? All right, hold on to your seat. I ain't got time to go real deep with you this morning, but but I want to give you something. You can do nothing. hope you're ready for this. You can do nothing to make yourself more acceptable to God. Nothing. Now, I know there's probably... 10,000 churches across America telling you what you've got to do to be a Christian this morning. But I just want to declare to you, you can do nothing. Come on now. To make yourself more righteous before God. See, if we don't understand faith, we'll miss this. We won't get it. And we'll live the rest of our life trying to please God By how we act, and what we say, and what we do. There's nothing you can do to make yourself more acceptable to God. Nothing. Come on now. You don't even pray to get God to do something. Did you hear me? I said, you don't even pray to get God to do something. What are you saying, Pastor? Watch this. If my prayers can make God do something, then I've manipulated God. If all I've got to do is get down on my knees and beg and plead and command and demand God to do something and he does it, then I'm nothing more than a manipulator. Mm. I don't pray to get God to do something. I pray to find out what God has already done. And I pray to find out how to align myself with what he's already purposed for my life. With the plan that he's already designed for me. I pray so I can understand. Mm -hmm. Hmm. That's why I pray. You say, well, I'm going to fast. So I can get the power. Hmm? We're going to meet together and we're going to fast and pray for five days for revival. Do you think God's going to move because you're fasting and praying? No. No. The Spirit of God's going to manifest because you got your heart right for five days. Because you crucified the flesh for five days and you stopped thinking about everything going on around you and started focusing on God. Hmm? You cannot get any more power than what was released from God when He raised Jesus from the dead 2,000 years ago. He already did it. Amen? That's what Ephesians chapter 1 says. It says there's no more power to be had than the power that's already been released and demonstrated. It's already been coming towards you. It's already been placed in you. So you can fast and you won't get any more power. Why do we fast then? We fast to focus our life. We fast to focus. So that our attention can get back on the things of the Spirit and get off of the things of the flesh. So that we can focus on the things of the Spirit and get out of the battleground of the soul. We fast to renew our mind. We fast to put down the flesh. We fast to tell ourselves, shut up. Amen. Sometimes you got to look in the mirror sometimes in the morning and go, shut up. You ain't living righteous. Amen. Hmm? I think some of us just need to tell ourselves to shut up. Hmm? No, I'm not saying we don't pray and I'm not saying we don't fast. But we don't do those things to earn God's blessing. That's not why we pray and fast. Because everything God has comes by His grace. Hmm? We believe and we receive. I believe that He paid the price for my sins, so I am righteous. I believe that He made me accepted, so I'm accepted. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you think I'm accepted or not. He accepted me. Amen. I'm accepted and I am the beloved. No matter how ugly and nasty I get sometimes. I'm accepted and I'm beloved. And guess what? So are you. It's not based on your successes or your failures. And you know, some of us ought to really thank God that it's not based on some of our failures because we have made a mess out of some things sometimes, haven't we? Yes. Yes. Hmm? Thank
0: you,
1: Jesus. I'm holy because He's holy. And He said, I'm holy. I'm holy under righteousness because He said I was. Amen. He said that I'm sanctified. So guess what? I believe unto Him to righteousness. Yes. Hmm? And watch this. And my mouth, I make confession. Watch this. Unto this, come on, this is good. Unto this, unto my salvation. Hmm? I make confession unto salvation. You say, well, what does that mean? Everybody say salvation. Salvation. I mean, no, oh, salvation is not just going to heaven when you die. Okay. I know we get taught that. Mm-hmm. Just that. I am without one plea. And then we get up from the altar and go, I'm going to heaven. I got saved. I mean, no, it's more than that? Yes. Come on, it's more than that. Somebody say, it's more, than that. it's more than that. And what we've done in the church is we just reduce salvation to come to Jesus and go to heaven when you die. So we've got millions and millions of people going, I come to Jesus, so I'm going to heaven. Huh? Let's go party. Huh? Huh? Salvation in the Greek is the word zozo. Somebody say zozo. 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 I mean, that's an all-inclusive word. It means God has provided everything that you will ever need to be a completely fulfilled person in this life and the next. Come on, it's abundant life now. Salvation includes your marriage being whole. Thank you. Salvation includes your finances prospering. Salvation includes your body being healed. It means your job is a blessing. It means your family is a blessing. It means you, the people that God put in your life, He put them there for you to be a blessing. Amen. That's what salvation means. It's not just praying a sinner's prayer and holding on until you die and then getting the benefits when you get to heaven." Right. He said, no, 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 no. He said, in the natural world, in order to get your inheritance, somebody has to die in order for you to get an inheritance. But in this life, Jesus already died, so receive your inheritance Thank you. I mean, no? Uh, you don't have to die to get your inheritance. When you die, somebody else gets your inheritance. Right. Jesus already died. You, Jesus. So receive your inheritance. Jesus. By faith. Now faith. Come on, somebody shout, I'm blessed. blessed. So you don't have to die to get your stuff. You already got your stuff. He died for you. Amen. Amen. You can get your stuff while you're still alive. You can get your blessing right now if you learn how to believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, and you can be in the right place. Come on, it brings salvation into your life right now. Amen. Somebody say it's a blessed life. The blessed life. Hmm. I bring heaven's resources unto salvation. I bring them into my life now by the words that come out of my mouth. Look in Deuteronomy chapter thirty, verse eleven. Deuteronomy chapter 30 verse 11. For this commandment for which I command you for today, it's not too mysterious. One translation says this. It's not way off somewhere. It's not hard to be understood. Nor is it far off. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will ascend into heaven for us to bring it to us? That we may hear it and do it. Nor is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will go over the sea for us and bring it to us? That we may hear it and do it. But listen to this in verse 14. But the word is very near you. In your mouth. And in your heart that you may do it. How many of you ever said this? Boy, I hope the big man upstairs really comes through for me today. Man, I hope God comes through for me today. Hmm? No, 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 no. What I'm about to tell you is not hard or difficult. You don't have to ascend up into the heavens to get it it's not way up yonder it's not over yonder your blessing is not your blessing is not over yonder that's good news amen. amen you don't have to fight your way through a bunch of stuff to get your blessing or swim across the ocean or jump over some hurdles or get through some obstacles he said no your word is very close to you he said in fact it's so close to you it's in your heart and it's in your mouth amen. it's right there i put it in you amen And if you can ever get it through your mouth and you can do what it says and then you can receive whatever I commanded you and what I blessed you with. And then he goes on to say this. He says, see, see, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. And he goes on to say this, choose life.